everybody. I'm Kelly Ellers. I'm Jeffrey Lennon. And this is Volume Up by the T's. So there was a little award show, the V, the N, the A's. What did you think? It's tough because I can't believe that it's still around, <laughs> if I'm honest. Same. Because, I mean, video music, I mean, I sound like such an old person well, because when it was, you know, even 20 years ago, when it was at its heyday, MCV wasn't playing music videos. Right. But it's sure as hell not playing music videos now. No. So, like, what business did they have? But, I mean, it's like this legacy award show. So, I don't know, the nostalgia The nostalgia's there for me. But I don't really know how we're here. Um, but that doesn't matter because people went. Yeah, they went. And they memed it up. Um, was there a look or a performance that you especially were into? You know, I mean, it's hard to top the extravagant look and performance of Cardi B. <laughs> I don't know if I am aligned with it. Yeah. Yeah, sure. There's children watching. But I know that there's the shock value. Mm -hmm. So that certainly stuck out in my mind, mostly because she started off really slow, like had this big parka on and like, boop, a part came off, boop, another part. And I was like, she's taking this slow. And then, dang, it wasn't so slow anymore. Uh, yeah, I mean, what you've really you've nailed that description of what that whole performance <laughs> was. And then Megan Thee Stallion, it, that one was a lot. Um, it was a lot. <laughs> the Nicki Minaj of it all, also a lot. Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I just and like we gave. I love Shakira. Don't get me wrong. Of course. But like she got the video of Vanguard. It just everything seemed like what what year? Yeah, it was. What is happening? Did we transport? And obviously she's had a huge year. So, but <sighs> I, I'm like struggling. I'm struggling with. It. Well, it's like I thought it went away. Yeah. And then this year it was like such hype. I'm like, wait, is it back? And people are like, no, it never went anywhere. And I'm like, yeah, it never went anywhere. I mean, <laughs> and this is good because we talked about this with our last podcast guest. Um, you know, obviously the SAG after a WGA strike yeah. is ongoing, which is incredible that we're still here and this is happening. Yeah. Um, terrible. So this was like our first show back, and maybe that's why it felt like it was a bigger deal, but I'm still disappointed, ultimately. <laughs> I just like the hair. Also, it seemed like, I mean, we just talked about that. There was a lot of center parted, yeah. laid long hair. There really was. And that was basically all we did. Um, and how boring. It was very boring. I mean, we even got in the long fishtail braid. Yeah. Like, really? We're What? No. Yeah. It, I, I don't know what it is or who it's for exactly. Um <laughs> Yeah. And I'm going to leave it at that. You know, leave it at that. I mean, the one look that did kind of slay on all levels is I don't even know if it was a look. I think it was like, you know, in Halloween where you take out those fake white spider webs and you drape them over a bush. I know exactly who you're talking about. For like a look. Dojo. Yeah. Yeah. So Dojo Cat was wearing one of those. Seemingly. <laughs> What was amazing is, I mean, she had the look down to her nails. Her eyelashes looked like spiders. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a deal. So I gotta give her that. Lots of prep time. I mean, for her. For her. Like, yeah, we love that. <laughs> I just, everything else. I'm, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, here we are. Speaking of events, Jeff, there was one biggie that happened yesterday in Chicago for our industry. And I was there. I was on stage with the incredible Ulta team 
little panel. The event was called Beauty with a Purpose. Have you heard of it? Sure did. Of course you have. Of course we did. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm so excited that the, for them, for the event, for you. I'm jealous that I wasn't there in person. I'll have to be at the next one. Right. That's such a big deal for our industry. Yes. And shout out to everybody that was involved. Check out Beauty with a Purpose if you can. They're going to take this on the road, rumor has it. <laughs> so there may be one coming to a city near you. On our last episode, we talked with the Camille Friend. Coming from a family of hairstylists, she spent her youth in salons, developing skills and product knowledge that gained her entry into the world of hairstyling at the tender age of 17, thus beginning her professional career. Within two years of moving to LA, she established herself as a prominent hairstylist. With some fantastic opportunities and extensive training under her belt, she was on her way to becoming a forerunner in the film and TV industry. Her ingenious talents reflect her ability to design and groom period looks that require her expertise with lace front wigs. Alongside her work in entertainment, Camille is teaching master classes and mentorship programs throughout her company, Hair Scholars. A great one. Make sure that you subscribe, rate, and review, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Read the Tease and send in questions to volume up at thetease.com. This week, we're talking with Lisa Goshan, the president of Leadership Group International LLC, aka LGI Branding. LGI is a woman, minority-owned, global brand strategist corporation specializing in the import and export of consumer product goods for safety and new product development for beauty accessories. Along with Racks for Wigs, the first over-the-door wig rack designed to store wigs, Lisa has founded Goodbye Glue. Goodbye Glue are the first medical-grade adhesive strips designed to attach false eyelashes. Made with 3M hypoallergenic material, Goodbye Glue strips are chemical-free, last 24 hours, are water-resistant, and super easy to apply. We actually demoed this at Cosmoprof Vegas, and I can attest that it seemed pretty easy. So you are not going to want to miss this conversation. Lisa is a lot of fun. You know what else is a lot of fun? Don't you love our transitions? They're always so sassy, aren't they? I mean... Anyway, our friends over at Covetour are talking about something called hair contouring, how it lifted and sculpted one editor's look. So if you don't know what hair contouring is, think about makeup contouring, right? Mm-hmm. You use matte bronzers. I overuse highlighters and concealers to hide, sculpt, and define your face. So when it comes to hair contouring, you can actually enhance your facial features with strategically placed highlights that achieve this as well. So Hmm. if you take a look at some of the looks you type in hair contouring, I mean, one of the queens of this is JLo. Actually, no surprise, right? She loves the face framing highlight. You're right. She loves it. So it's all about the proper hair color styling and hair cut placement for each individual's face. So you take into consideration the color, their height, their shape, their current hair color, their head shape, facial structure, skin tone, all of those things, and craft a beautiful contour around it, which I actually love. I love that idea and concept. I'm very into this now that you've explained it. Yes. I was like, what are we talking about? Are we really doing this again? I know. Where we're bringing some sort of strip, but it's perfect. It's actually exactly what it sounds like. And I mean, the examples that they've got are perfect for understanding what the hell this is. Um, So are you doing hair contouring? No, but I would. Are you calling it hair contouring, gang? I'm really into it. And I want to know, yeah, are we calling it this? Are we just calling it a good hairstylist? Let us know. You know, we need to know. Yeah, we, we need to know. All right, let's talk about things that are trending over on our site. Our editorial team has been hard at work this week uncovering industry news, looking into trends, and diving into brands that you don't know but should, and here are some of our favorite headlines. First up, how to recreate Cardi B's super sleek 2023 VMA's red carpet hairstyle. 
Rapper Cardi B wowed on the 2023 MTV VMA's red carpet with a forever long center parted stick straight wig and a Delara Fendi Co glue dress made from thousands of hair clips. No stranger to a lace front, the nominee and performer's look was laid to perfection by longtime hairstylist, the one and only Tokyo Styles, using Got to Be products. Head to the tease for a step by step to recreate Cardi's look straight from Tokyo. The question that I've got for you, Kelly. Yes. And again, we talked about this. Some did not do this look as successfully as Cardi B, to be clear. Yes. She looked incredible. Others, not as much. Um, do you ever fantasize about having a wig install like this? <gasps> like a just down the center, forever long, like Morticia Adams. Uh-huh. Who would you even be if you had one of these wigs? I don't know. But yes, of course. I mean, I would like some Shakira hair if I could. Fair. Just big, wavy, bouncy. You like the volume. I know. You don't You don't want to have a, yeah, yeah. You know, a contoured, please. And yes, I just actually had this conversation the other day with someone about how I would like to experience just this, a lace front wig installation. Hmm. I think it would be magical. So hit me up. I think it would be. Hit me up. And we should probably document that for everybody to see. Um, <laughs> stay tuned. This might be something. Uh, all right. Next up, a big deal. This is a lot of exciting innovation that's happening. Um, the article is called Everything You Need to Know About Olaplex's Just Launch Number 5P Blonde Enhancer Toning Conditioner. If you're looking for a nourishing conditioner that locks in brightness and neutralizes unwanted yellow tones, root to tip, as it softens, detangles, and strengthens hair, you're going to want to know that there's a new product from Olaplex. Olaplex's Number 5P Blonde Enhancer Toning Conditioner from the beloved hair care brand has just dropped and it is a conditioner that is inspired by globally best-selling Olaplex number five bond maintenance conditioner. Number five P is formulated with microfine pigments that reach gaps typically left by larger pigments in purple shampoos to lock in bright, even tone. Patented Olaplex bond building technology helps maintain strong, healthy looking blondes and grays. Some of the most fragile hair types vulnerable to damage and yeah, for more, you got to go over to thetees.com to see what pros are saying and where you can find this product. Um, I feel like this is a not a visual medium. <laughs> if you're watching us on YouTube, you're seeing this. I've gone blonde newly. Have you? With your help. And we will reveal maybe some of how that came to be. Have you ever? I sure have. So I feel like maybe I need this for myself. Yeah, I feel like you're going to need it says for, you know, Platinum blondes, which you're darn close to, you're going to need to use number 4P plus number 5P every two to three washes. And it just so happens, this is so casual, <laughs> that it's going to be in our Hello Salon Pro October box, both products. Wow. Shameless plug, head over to thetees.com, sign up for our Hello Salon Pro subscription box program and get your very own along with other products. Mind blown. Yeah. I did not know this, everybody. You're welcome. I and now I'm wow. <laughs> I'm I'm very excited. Usually you see different team members doing some unboxing, but maybe it's gonna be me this time. Ooh. Because the hair is exactly right for it. This is very exciting news. It's Kismet. <laughs> Kismet. Beautiful. All right. Uh another huge thing that happened was New York Fashion Week. Mm -hmm. The tease team killed it. Um, several days in New York City. Uh, and one of the fruits of this incredible experience was the article that we're going to mention right now. Uh, it is titled Lead Hairstylist Jawara Puts a Modern Twist on 90s Grunge Hair at Helmet Lang's Spring Summer 24 Runway Show. 
After taking the reins as the new creative director for Helmet Lang back in May, designer Peter Doe kicked off day one of New York Fashion Week with the unveiling of his highly anticipated debut collection. Titled Born to Go, his spring 2024 line not only served as a celebration of 90s minimalism, but also as a love letter to New York City and the people that call it home. His ultra-sleek pieces catered to true New York style, followed a black-heavy, mostly neutral color palette, and gave many specific nods to some of the city's most notable forms of transportation, the subway and its yellow taxi cabs. Serving as lead hairstylist, Jawara was tasked with crafting an array of cool hair looks that reflected Doe's new vision for the brand. The result? Grungy gel-slicked hairstyles ranging from spiky top knots to slicked styles outfitted with fabric bands and rake comb headbands, all of which were created using Dyson tools, such as the Corral Straightener and Supersonic Hairdryer, as well as a blend of Bumble and Bumble products. Pre-show, the tease chatted with Jawara about his inspiration for his hair looks, his key hair products, and his favorite thing about styling for Fashion Week. Head to thetease.com to hear his answers. This is huge. Loved this story. Um, what did you think of this show in particular? Did you have a favorite style? I mean, I love the simplistic, you know, a lot of fashion weeks you're seeing pulled back hair because it's about the clothes we know. And I did like I loved the simple accessories with the small sort of thin cloth band that sort of tucked into said bun. And I think that, you know, he is an absolutely incredible stylist. And so how fun to be the lead stylist on this highly anticipated kind of first out the gate for the designer for Helmet Lang. So huge. if you didn't check out this on the tease.com, please do in all of our great fashion week content. As always, so much going on at the tease.com. Thank you to our hardworking editors. We are proud to publish stories that salon pros and consumers care about. Next up, my interview with Lisa Goshan, the president of Leadership Group International, aka LGI Branding. Lisa Goshan is the president of Leadership Group International, aka LGI Branding. LGI is a women minority owned global brand strategist corporation specializing in the import and export of consumer product goods for safety and new product development for beauty accessories. During the pandemic, they shifted their focus to include creating beauty products with an emphasis on safety and sustainability. In August 2022, at the Bronner Brothers International Show in Miami, Lisa successfully launched their first beauty product, Racks for Wigs. Racks for Wigs is the first over-the-door wig rack designed to store wigs and replace those ghastly styrofoam heads traditionally used. Continuing her crusade to create innovative, safe beauty products, she took her ingenuity to the next level and launched the revolutionary product, Goodbye Glue. Goodbye Glue are the first medical-grade adhesive strips designed to attach false eyelashes. Goodbye glue strips are chemical-free, they last 24 hours, are water-resistant, and super easy to apply. Not only are they FDA-approved, but the safest, healthiest way to apply false eyelashes. The best part is they require no drying time and don't require assistance putting them on. Goodbye glue is the beginning of many more cutting-edge products to come, according to Lisa. Stay tuned. So Lisa, tell us all about yourself. We're going to start at the beginning, though. How did you get into the beauty industry? I got into the beauty industry by chance. Okay. I did not have a background in beauty. I have a background of being an entrepreneur and a strategist okay. and who I am naturally being a problem solver. And so when I look at the beauty industry and as any woman, you know, you're sampling and trying products, trying to figure out what works, what doesn't work. 
kind of led my brain into, hmm, I bet I could fix something here. This could be improved upon. And that's really just that simple what led me into the beauty industry, literally. Wow. Oftentimes, you know, you know, chance or fate takes a turn. And and once you're in the industry, it's hard to leave, right? (laughs) Yes, it is so hard to leave because beauty is not just one thing. Like beauty isn't just topical. We think of makeup, but it's internal, you know, from skincare to hair to so many facets of the industry. So, yeah, it's always with us, always. It really is. And that chance, um, you know, did you have an interest in beauty or growing up an interest in beauty? No, I've always been kind of that girl behind the scenes. Okay. Like I said, I have this problem solver brain. So I prefer to like be behind the scenes, not out front, you know, doing the glamour and speaking. And, you know, when I grew up in the Midwest and so very conservative, wasn't Mom and dad not wearing makeup and a lot of that. We would sneak, (laughs) you know, once you got to school and, you know, went in the girls' bathroom, you put a little blue eyeshadow. Wasn't much available back then. (laughs) So, yeah. Well, I got to say, I mean, you've turned up the glamour for the pod today. You look fabulous and everyone can view on our clips and on YouTube, but totally on point. (laughs) Thank you. Well, I left one eye off intentionally. All right. So if it looks a little weird, so I can kind of get into why we're here today and show the people how easy it is to use this product. Amazing. Let's get into it. So you mentioned your entrepreneurial journey and kind of your mindset. Tell us about LGI Incorporated and what you're doing specifically there. Um, Take us through that journey. So LGI, it stands for Leadership Group International, was born in 2013. Um, I mainly started it because I had 30 years in corporate as a strategist. So I work with CEOs and helping them develop basically roadmaps. How can we save money? How can we make money? New product development, led a lot of those charges. And then in 2011, I became catastrophically ill. I was in the hospital a whole year. Wow. I had to recover at home another couple of years. And I said, you know what? I had a new outlook on life. Mm -hmm. You know, being close to death, you realize like life is now. And so I said, you know what, I want to start my own company and do something for myself. I've got all this experience in corporate. And that was the beginning of LGI branding, working with corporations to build uh, roadmaps to success, basically. And then we got into the import export business around the time of COVID, actually. Yeah. So I ended up having to lay off like most companies, most of my team. And then I said, now what? Got to pivot. So I ended up in the import export business, servicing the transportation industry with consumer product goods for safety. Hmm. And then me again, safety. Oh, I'm working on beauty. And I'm like, hmm, I bet I could do something there too. That's interesting. Tell me about the type of PPE that you were working with with companies on and kind of how that whole process worked during COVID as well? Yeah. So, of course, everybody knows during COVID, we were locked down. I guess I was the biggest fool in LA. I was the only one out there, literally, and a couple people on my team. And I'm like, we've got to be a part of the solution. What can we do? And so I, by chance and a little fortune, 
meta company down in Huntington Beach that had um, medical grade um, raw materials. And the owner, the family business, been around 80 years, they kind of like took me under their wings and they gave me all the material and they said, you know, you can do something. I said, you know what? I want to make in 95 masks. Is this can this qualify? Got the materials. We sent it to Utah for testing. It passed. And then the rest is history. We started making the black tech um, in 95 mask. Oh. And then as COVID kind of started to die down a little bit, I'm like, got to pivot again and realize that gloves is another big product that's used in transportation. And so I ended up um, reaching out to a couple of uh, airlines and actually happened to be on a flight. And I saw the airline people mumbling and bumbling with their mask. And, you know, like any entrepreneur, I got out of that seatbelt and I said, excuse me. Hello. And I happen to have a mask packaged and (laughs) and she happened to be the chairperson for safety. Oh, wow. For the whole airline industry. The rest is history. She introduced the product to the union. And that's kind of how I got in with the uh, the airline industry, actually. Wow. That's quite a chance encounter. <laughs> I always tell people, you never know. Look for that opportunity. You never know where it's going to be. You never know. I love that. Okay. So then throughout that, throughout the pandemic, the PPE, and then you pivoted again, it sounds like, to a product called Goodbye Glue. Tell our listeners about that. Yeah, so um, 2021, coming probably midway through, I was talking with a business partner and I told her, hey, we all loved wearing wigs. And I started out there actually with developing a product called Racks for Wigs. Okay. And that was the first over-the-door wig rack Hmm. where you could actually hang up wigs, get rid of the foam wig heads. And I said, you know what? There's so many products in beauty that need to be overhauled. Mm -hmm. And of course, one day it was New Year's Eve. I was trying to put on eyelashes and I had glue everywhere. I'm calling for her. I was like, hey, come help. And she's no better and glue everywhere. And then I came back home to California. We were in Arkansas. And I said, there's to be a better way to put on lashes in the market. So I started researching and then I came across magnets and I said, Oh, okay, this is it. That wasn't it. And then I came across another concept, you know, the lashes that already have the adhesive or whatever. Those didn't stay. And I said, no, I'm going to make something. I'm going to make something. And so that's where, where the kind of the birth of goodbye glue started was just me as a consumer. That's amazing. So, you know, we've all been there with the lashes, right? You're like, we've got to complete the the look. We need the lashes and the glue messes up everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's the real problem with eyelash glue from an ingredient perspective? It's just as simple as that. The ingredients. Mm-hmm. All eyelash glues have a product or a chemical called cyanocrylate. And it's a bonding, it's a polymer bonder that they have to use. And so it's in every eyelash glue along with formaldehyde. Now, a lot of companies are removing the formaldehyde. Formaldehyde appears once the glue dries. And they'll tell you, well, it's in small doses, so don't worry. But, you know, our eyes are the window to the soul. 
And this is our most precious asset. I think sometimes we kind of forget that through beauty. We don't think about what are we doing when we're putting things in our eyes. Mm-hmm. And so those are the two key chemicals that really are probably the most dangerous, even if it isn't small doses. It's, you know, over time. Right. What is the effect? And there's no research, of course, that that tells us. So when you you're looking into this and you're like, this is a total white space that has not been innovated in forever from a lash, a glue lash perspective. Yes. Kind of interesting, right? That nobody put a microscope to that. Um, what are some of the issues that the glue can cause for eyes? Well, to, to kind of respond to what you just said, when you're making 500 million, a billion a year yeah. as a glue company, are you really trying to solve the problem or do you care? I mean, no. yeah, we're talking, this is capitalism at its finest. So, you know, while they're making so much money, they're probably blinded, no pun intended, <laughs> by their own product. Yeah. You know, we're not trying to solve that. Um that's the reason why there hasn't been a shift to, I believe, to anything else. Mm-hmm. Some of the problems include conjunctivitis. Uh, most common, you hear people, if you've ever put on glue and your eyes are burning, mm-hmm. that's kind of a telltale sign. Maybe you shouldn't put that on your eye. Yeah. But, you know, we're used to just, you know, your eyes are bloodshot red, you know, just tough it out. Mm-hmm. We're starting to see more bacterial infections cornea damage because a lot of people are getting the the glue Mm -hmm. on the cornea. Wow. And that's hard to scrape. You can get it off, but you don't realize you've damaged in your cornea when you're scraping across it. And so um, Kristen Chenoweth, I think is her name, a few years ago, she had an issue. She couldn't go on the Tonight Show because it got in her eye. Her eye was completely shut. Oh, that was 10 years ago. Imagine. Right. And she swore she'd never wear false eyelashes again. And even as far as 10 years ago, it was an issue. But yeah, over the last few years, lashes have just become the staple in beauty. So yeah. Amazing. Great. Thank you for that. Walk us through the process. Okay. You've like, I've got the idea, right? Where do you go from there? Walk us through that process. Ah, it's yeah. So <laughs> I, I said, where do I go from there? Yeah. I ended up um, researching to find out what if I could use some kind of adhesive? I started thinking, you know, I said, I don't want glue. I darn sure don't want magnets. I mean, it magnet is just that a magnet. And people say, but it's liquid. Exactly. It's magnet that's been liquefied. You still don't want magnets on your eye. No. And so I said, okay, what other options? So I started looking at medical adhesive, right? Stuff they use in hospitals. I said, what if I could create a medical adhesive that could be used on the eye? And uh, then I did a little research. I, I found out there were three top players that make medical grade products. I um, started contacting them. They invited me to the largest medical show in the world, which is in Anaheim each year. And um, from there, I got all these samples um, in rolls, big old rolls. And then I said, nope, this is too harsh on the eye. I went through so many. And then finally, I said, I need to just make something that's specific for the eye. So you have your partner, right? So what what's the next step then? So you obviously need to get medically tested. 
and FDA approved. Walk me through that. Yes. So the best part about it, I will tell entrepreneurs this. Let me say this. Sometimes we're trying to reinvent the wheel. Mm -hmm. And of course, in order to, um, let's say you're making a new lotion or face cream, a lot of entrepreneurs, they try to start from scratch instead of partnering with companies that already have the expertise. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to throw that in there because that's exactly what I did. I said, listen, I don't want to start from scratch because I don't have $10 million. Right. Not yet. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) But um, they had what they call like some baseline products that I could like test and start with. And they had already been tested, FDA approved, all of that. Okay. So I said, hmm, this could work. So we went through probably six months worth of trial and error. And they are they have their recipes, of course, that's proprietary, Mm -hmm. but, you know, a few tweaks. And then we got to the point where it was like, this is it. They would send me samples. I would take literally and cut them in the shape of the little half moon, which is what, you know, goodbye glue strips are in the little strips or in that. And I would literally try to cut it in that shape from the big rolls that they kept sending me. And finally, I found the perfect one. I said, this is the formula here. This is it. This is it. And then the rest was history, as they say. That's amazing. So you've got the product in your hand for our listeners. Yes. Um, Share with us about the application process and some of the benefits of, of using it. Yeah. So the benefits, first of all, beauty isn't pain. Beauty should be safe. Okay. That's a great point. Yep. And so I ended up making these little strips and well, I didn't make them. Of course, this goes through a process. Mm -hmm. The best part about it is not only is this safe, Mm -hmm. they're so easy to use. Imagine being able to put on your lashes in seconds instead of waiting for glue to dry. Mm-hmm. Worrying about glue being bad, ruining your lashes. How many lashes have you ladies ruined because you got glue on them? You're trying to dig it out. Absolutely. And so the strips last 24 hours. They will stay on. Let's see here. I always keep lashes close by and I'm going to, let me just give you a quick demonstration here. I have to put on the glasses so I I can't see anything. So the beautiful thing is you just take your sheet and you want to remove, there's a top layer. It's a lining that covers the adhesive, right? Yep. Then you take your lash and you lie it literally. Oh, like literally on the sheet. So for our listeners, it looks like a lash is stuck to a piece of paper, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> cool. There's a little tab right here. Okay. Yep. Pulling the lash off the sheet. And now it has that half moon of adhesive and your lash. And then what you want to do is you want to take and trim off that little edge. Okay. And if you have a little extra, you just trim it off. Yep. I always recommend ladies, because I'm not a young girl, I'm not old, but I'm not young. You want a lash tool, okay? Always, always. Of course, we got our purple tool that comes in the packages now. Oh, wonderful. 
And then let's see if I can do both at the same time. But I'm going to just show you how easy it is to pop it on. If I can keep my hair out the way. There we go. And then you want to just take this tool and don't touch the adhesive because it is sticky. Mm. Stick to skin. And you also want to start with no makeup. Now, it looks like I have a makeup, but I left a little bit of a crease okay. so that I could actually demonstrate, okay? The people that have used it, I've had like two people say, oh, it didn't work. And I said, did you have on makeup? Uh. And they said, well, I said, rule number one, no makeup. You want to like start with a clean eye. Some people say it works though, but I don't recommend it because it's supposed to be a clean surface because it stick to skin. Got it. Okay, that was fast. <laughs> that was fast. There we go. That was fast. Boom. <laughs> All right, lash on. I got it. <laughs> I love it. I mean, we avoid fake lashes because we hate the application, right? And so this is a literal five-second application and you're good to go. Yep. Now share with me what the removal process is like. The removal is the best part. It is so easy. What you want to do is you want to take it, lift it. Oh, and by the way, let me just show you how it's on. It's not going anywhere. Oh, wow. It's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere because that's the fear too. Then you've got your lash on crooked or it starts to come off mid event. <laughs> that's no good for anyone. <laughs> just take it. And once you take it off, you want to start at the edge and then just. Yep. Oh, now, now what about the, the actual lash itself? Do those come in the package or can you utilize any type of lash? That was the thing. So we get that question a lot. Like, yeah. Do you have lashes? And I said, mm -hmm. no, we don't. Because with eyelashes, you have to find one that really works for you. Yeah. Everybody's eye shape is different. Everybody wears different lengths. So we don't sell lashes. However, we did start packaging now with the eyelash tweezers. That's smart. So that, you know what, because we recommend it in the instructions, Yeah. but we're like, you know what, let's just put the tweezers in there. That's really smart. We're looking to partner for the holidays with lash companies though, and create a bundle. That's amazing. So some of your favorite lash companies, you will see Goodbye Glue and you got your lashes and Maybe in the future, we might make it a, a, a triple threat, you know, where we got the tool, the lash and the adhesive. So on that partnership route, do you have a patent on the product? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We had to patent this because if we did Cosmoprof. I was amazed that so many people were trying to come over and really like take our ideal and trying to study. And I was shocked. Wow. And they had no shame. They're like, uh, yeah. The booth next to us actually said, hey, I need to tell you some people were over here spying on your 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 product and look at I was like, wow, we you're supposed to come to these things as a beauty event and fun and and come with good intentions, come with good intentions. You know, it's the real world, but we have a patent. We have a patent. So I advise anybody that's. Um, making a product or any entrepreneur, if you have something, you want to patent it. 
Yeah, I think that's sound advice. And for anyone listening, what's the process like to actually get the patent, the duration, the time involved, all of those things? So what you want to do, there's a two-step process. Number one, patents are going to cost you between five dollars and $10,000, okay. depending if you hire a patent attorney to um, do the, you know, the technical stuff, all the research. Yep. Um, you can file a what we call a placeholder or a provisional patent, and that will give you one year to file your full patent. Okay. So don't be scared off if you don't have the money to pay for a full patent. If you can do it, do it. But if not, go ahead and file a provisional patent. It's, it's, it has the same legal um, support or defense that a full patent does okay. so that you can protect your ideal. Yeah, for sure. Was there anything from a patent perspective that was similar to the product or was it relatively easy to grant that patent? Well, we have a couple other patents, me being an entrepreneur. So I had been down that road okay. and um, there's um, it's called Google Patents. You go there and you can research to find out if there are any products similar to what you have. Okay. You want to start there and do your research because you don't want to file a patent and then you get a notice of opposition from the trademark office saying, hey, no, not so fast. <laughs> yeah. Someone's opposing <laughs> this based on these elements. Got it. Um, uh, where do you think that Goodbye Glue will go from here? I've got a feeling that you've got some other things up your sleeve. (laughs) I do. I am thinking like, what's the next evolution of this? So right now we're working with um, Canada distributors, um, Puerto Rico, uh, Peru, um, the UK. We want this to be a global product. Yeah. We want to see goodbye glue in every bathroom in the world um so that you know what ladies the nice thing about lashes is maybe you don't want a full face of makeup Mm -hmm. and with goodbye glue since they're so easy and quick you can just pop those on now my assistant she wears them to bed oh she keeps them on for days i said well i didn't know they would last that long because we know we have 24 hours, but um, mm-hmm. people say they sleep in them. And, you know, as women, sometimes you don't want to show everything. So you want to <laughs> look good when you wake up. And so but that's the nice thing about them. You can use them. Don't put on makeup. Just pop on your lashes. It's easy. You don't have to fool with glue. Just use the strip, pop them on, go into the grocery store, wherever yeah. your kids game. You don't have to worry about the full face of makeup. Eyelashes change our look just like eyebrows. They really, really do. And I've, I love the efficacy of it and the safety of it. Um, and kind of moving into that realm, you know, recently the FDA introduced some guidelines for brands, excluding quite a few categories. Do you think that this is overdue? I mean, obviously it was overdue for this category. Yeah. What do you, what do you feel about that? Well, so a lot of people don't know that the government used to have a department that regulated beauty products called Pharmaco. And Pharmaco, that was their duty. When products are imported beauty in the beauty world, they would get evaluated, you know, flagged or whatever. Well, Pharmaco got banned. The whole department got dismantled. 
So believe it or not, there is no regulations as to what's being imported. Imagine that for the last 20 years. Right. We really don't know what's in any of these products, lipsticks, eyeshadows. We're at the mercy of these major corporations to be truthful in what they're selling us. But as far as what's ingredient wise, we really don't know because Pharmacos doesn't exist anymore. So the fact that the FDA is maybe going to do a little something to protect us is always a good thing. Always a good thing. Why did they disband Pharmaco? They say it happened during the um, Bush administration. Huh. I always say just it comes back to money. I don't I feel like it was a money thing. Like, right. you know, there's trillions of dollars made in beauty if you cover the gamut of hair and skin care. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of our. Paid, paid politicians are paid off to yeah. look the other way. I, I can't understand why our government didn't fight right. to keep. Um, but as women, we know we are always fighting for rights. And so I think they just didn't see beauty as something that was important enough to, you know, when they were making cuts, like, do we need an agency that regulates beauty products? Really? No, we don't. I, I I guarantee there wasn't any women in the room making that decision. Yeah, it seems quite strange, doesn't it? All of these things that we're putting so close to our eyes, our mouth, on our skin. Yes. Why in the world would there not be regulation? It is so baffling. But it again, as women, it's important for us to stick together. If I don't leave here with anything. If I never sewed another goodbye glue strip, I want women to know that we have the power. Mm -hmm. We have to learn to harness it. It's like back in the seventies, um, glorious, was it Steinem? Yeah. That, you know, the movement, look how women came together and unified and marched and they would not take no for an answer. And I feel we got to get back to that. Like we've got to demand better treatment and protection. Yeah. We've got to demand it. Well, quite a disruptor in this category, no doubt, that is on the path from a safety protection perspective. So kudos and congratulations on the brand. Thank you. Yeah, I when I look at this, I think about how easy it is and everything, but sometimes I forget to talk about One, it is a U.S. made product. Wonderful. And that's important because we can control a little bit. We know I'm going to make sure that I know what's going into it and working with a reputable company, but also just being able to have a little bit more control of what's being made and the oversight you see. Right. That's important. No matter what products we're making whatever we're using, it has to come down to safety. Let's take a little more accountability too. Um, if something burns, if something um, gives you some kind of reaction, stop using it. Right. Absolutely. That's your sign, right? <laughs> That's your yeah. Sign. Especially with our eyes. I know. I would have never thought the eyes would be something that I would invent something that would really be beneficial to protect our eyes. But when you're young, you don't think about it, right? You're like, right. Now you're like me. Look, I got how many pairs of readers here on standby? <laughs> Honey, you better protect them eyes. And that's why you don't want to be using that glue. Exactly. You need to get goodbye glue strips. You do. Where can our listeners find goodbye glue strips? 
You can buy them online at www.goodbyeglue.com. And in the very near future, you'll be able to go into your Ulta and Sephora and get them in the beauty supply stores. So, wow. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. The name Goodbye Glue is, is, is near and dear to me. It was actually my late sister who passed away two months ago. She, we were coming up with names and coming up with names. And I was like, you know, people are giving me a no, no. And then she said, well, goodbye, glue. And I, she goes, we just goodbye with that. I said, that's it. That's it. Goodbye, glue. <laughs> I love that. It's simple. It's to the point. You understand the product by just the simplicity of the name. Yes. Incredible. Yes. So if people want to sample as well, if you're an influencer, mm-hmm. um, a makeup artist, um, well, you can reach us on Instagram at Goodbye Glue Strips. Send us a message or you can send a message on the website because we want to get this in the hands of as many makeup artists and professionals as possible. Who better to talk about the product than the consumers? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you heard it here. Hit them up if you're looking to give it a try and promote the brand. Uh, So thank you so much for your insight. This is incredible. Now we're going to get to a little section we call the tease quick takes. Are you ready? Okay. (laughs) All right, here we go. What was your first ever beauty product that you owned or created? The first beauty product I owned or created. Hmm. Eyebrow pencil. Oh my God. Back in the day, we had the little red steal it out of our parents, our mother's little compact and the little uh, red eyebrow pencil. That was my first go-to. I tried to duplicate it years later, like I've got to make this better, but it was definitely an eyebrow pencil to make my eyebrows, you know, thin back then. Now we want them (laughs) fluffy. I know. But back then, you know, it was draw on the little thin ones after you ruined them when you took off too much. (laughs) <laughs> Literally, we were penciling them in. <laughs> yeah, we got to pay homage to the eyebrow pencil. We do. Amazing. <laughs> All right. Are you superstitious? And if so, about what? I'm not superstitious, but I don't believe in setting anything on the Bible or on my bed. <laughs> okay. All right. Those are very specific. I like it. Um, who would play you in a biopic of your life? We're making a movie about you. You're the main character. Who's playing it? Ooh, I'm thinking maybe Taraji P. Henson. Ooh. Maybe, yeah, Viola Davis. I can see it. Some of the A-listers. Go A-list. Giving good energy there for sure. Yes. Um, What do you consider the ultimate comfort food? Ooh, candy. Okay. Licorice. Black licorice or red? Red. (laughs) Red. Okay. I know there's very specific people that are like, nope, I like the black licorice. It's an acquired taste. (laughs) Yeah. All right. All right. Last one. Say that you are on a deserted island and can only bring three beauty products with you. What are you bringing? (laughs) Well, you know, the first one's going to be my goodbye glue strips and my lashes. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. There you go. (laughs) 
I'm definitely going to bring something skincare related, something for my skin to okay. protect myself from the elements. Yep. And then the third beauty product is, honey, I'm going to bring me a, a fabulous wig. Mm-hmm. You never know who you're going to see on a deserted island. So nope. I need to be able to go <laughs> undercover. I can throw my wig on. So, yes, I'm bringing me a wig. I'm bringing skincare and I'm bringing goodbye glue strips. You are ready for a boat to float on by then. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yes. Yes. That's great. Wonderful. So thank you so much for joining me today, Lisa. It was a pleasure to get to know you. Congratulations on a true, true product category innovation and wishing you all the best. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys having me on. And I just appreciate all the ladies and gentlemen that watch your podcast. You guys do an amazing job of, you know, educating consumers and, you know, introducing people like myself and our products. So thank you. You bet. All right, Jeff. So what a fascinating process, right? So she saw a hole in the marketplace. She was like, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to find it. I'm going to create a safe alternative and I'm going to just break through these barriers and get it done. So I love this product. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you follow her on all of the socials and her.com. Be sure to hit subscribe, rate and review and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Read the Tease and send in questions to volume up at thetease.com. Volume Up is a Tease Media production. This episode was produced by Monica Hickey and Madeline Hickey. Brian Daly is our editor and audio engineer. Thank you to Josh Landowski and Nathan Volks for the custom Volume Up theme song. And thank you to our creative team for putting together the graphics for this episode.